Right, hello everybody, and welcome back to the final episode of Series 2 of Doc Who Pod. I'm Josh, with me as always is my co-host JP. How's it going, Jack? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. How about yourself? Not too bad, thank you for asking. And joining us is, um, I don't even know if we can call him a special guest anymore, I guess friend of the show, passerby, something along those lines. Um, Acquaintance? Acquaintance, yeah. Um, Bradley Fuller. Yes, he's back, back again. Play that on the uh, intro. <laughs> Buzzing to be back. Sorry I missed last week, boys. We're Couldn't believe it, honestly. We chatted so much shit about you. It was unbelievable. Oh, I'm Although, sorry, I, did get, I did get you back with the, uh, with the council worker being your favourite uh, favorite character. So I, I got you back. Don't worry. Oh, Christ, oh, yeah. He wasn't here for then. Fear Her either. Why did I miss that one? I remember that. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I think it's a time difference thing. Oh, I was working <laughs> late, I think. <laughs> Anyway, you're in the same house to... as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The anyway. back of the house is actually like an hour behind me. We, I just live in the world's. No, I think the Dubai time because he doesn't. Yeah, but Jack can make it work. It's no, because I remember I was working late. I didn't get back to like seven, and then you were like, "Oh, it's too late." Oh yeah, you came on at the end of the show very briefly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, lovely trip down memory lane. This, um, we're into the finale. Uh, we'll just briefly. Sum it up in one word, JP. Torchwood. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, just before we jump in, Brad, I want to ask you, out of the three David Tennant finales, season one, series two, yeah. and season three, let's not count the specials, um, where does this rank for you in finales? I'm undecided whether I'd put it second or third, if I'm honest. Like, it's a, I think all three are great finales. Agreed. But season three and season four are possibly even better. I completely season four agree is with you. Best. Depends, depends when you're talking about season four. Are you talking about the specials finale or the actual series finale? No, the series finale, the, the journey's end or whatever it's called. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, I'd say that's the best one. And then it's between this one and series three that's second and third. I'd say this is probably third, to be honest. I reckon this is um, third, but, but I disagree. I think Martha's. Uh, I think Martha's finale is the best, but I think this is number three. I agree. Um, but that's me, hard to compare because that's a three-parter. Yeah, we'll do it as a two-parter, but we'll get to it anyway. But me and Jack, we were talking last week about Jack. I think you asked me, or you were worried that this is going to be the end, the Avengers end. Yeah, <clears throat> mm. I, I did. I, I said last week that you know we all know that Endgame was the peak of Marvel. It, it's never got better than Endgame. And I was like, this was a very, very, very good season finale. I really enjoyed it. And I was just sitting there thinking, I'm now worried it's all downhill from there. But Josh <laughs> reassured me and said, no, actually, it does get better. Agreed? Yeah. No, it, def- I... it definitely does. Uh, if anything, I'd, as a bit of a not spoiler, I'm not going to say anything, but what you're referring to as the Avengers Endgame is probably the Series 4 finale. That's exactly Ooh. what I said, Brad. I think this is like first Avengers movie. And then Avengers Endgame yeah. is still to come. Yeah, Series 3 is like Age of Ultron. And yeah, well, I don't know. End. I think it's Infinity War Endgame is like the series finale of Season 4 and then the specials finale. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Bang on. But exactly before we break this episode down, we've kept you waiting a week. We're going to keep you waiting a little bit longer. Let's jump over to Who News. Big week for news. It is a big week for news because we are in the anniversary week of Doctor Who. Who's he JP, because you can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it in a couple of years' time, don't worry. Josh, how excited are you for the uh, 
anniversary specials coming up. No, I'm excited well, for it. Okay. Oh. it. Should be good. Saturday, uh, Saturday uh, special is coming out. That's for it. We're going to do a breakdown. Probably, if you're free on Sunday afternoon, we'll record it, and I'll either slap it up Sunday evening or we'll get it out um, quick Monday morning. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we'll um, smash that out pretty quick. But yeah, excited. David Tennant is back. We got a little teaser of him this weekend, and uh, I think it should be good, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be quality without a doubt. David Tennant and Rusty Davis and Catherine Tate and Neil Patrick Harris. Can't go wrong, really, can you? Love Neil Patrick Harris. Who doesn't? <laughs> but then, anyway, that moves on to the second point where I'm presuming you were going to mention about after the little children in need sketch. And mm. I have, a, uh, we've had a little discussion over text. I'm not sure if your opinion's changed since, but basically, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but they've done the little sketch of uh, the genesis of the Daleks, like now a new intervention of David Tennant's Doctor, the 14th Doctor, and how he accidentally helps create the Daleks with the name and the plunger. Now, the big thing they've done in this sketch is they basically changed Davros's appearance to make him not disabled anymore. In my opinion, never thought he was disabled, just had a Dalek chair. Exactly. But they've now done this because Russell, and then Russell to interview after where he now says he doesn't agree with showing a disabled person as being evil. So they've kind of like retconned Davros. Is that what you were going to mention? Yeah, it's madness to me. So I haven't watched this RTD interview yet, but my impression of it is just that this is Davros before he's got the chair. Like that's what I thought was happening because he's he doesn't have his third eye yet. He doesn't. He's not wrinkled. I thought it was just like a prequel. Do you know what I mean? Like this is how it started. That, that's this is what I expected because the only time we've seen him before as well is in the I don't know if it's in his finale. Is it one of the Peter Capaldi episodes where he's yeah. as a child? Yeah, um, exactly. And he's a human. Yeah, and he's or a basically human, yeah. A human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then RTD's come out and done this interview and he's literally turned around and said, no, like, this is how I want people to see Davros now. He shouldn't be seen as someone in a wheelchair because that's not how you should see disabled people, basically. Just absolute um, madness, though. Like, someone put in one of the Facebook like groups. Go on. It's going woke for the sake of not sake of going woke. Like, no one ever meant... I don't think anyone ever had issues with Davros being in a chair. Like, exactly. it's exactly. made an issue out of nothing, which is really weird. There was, there's literally on the Facebook group. Yeah, no, it worries me too. Like, but this is not what Russ does. There's literally an interview with him um, back when he was doing another finale in which he uses Davros. And he says, yeah. uh, someone asks him, you know, like, um, you didn't make any changes to him from Classic. And Russell goes, no, because he's perfect as he is. He's the perfect villain. And it, so it's interesting that he's done a 360. I need to watch yeah, the interview. He must himself. be joking. He must be joking. No, it was literally not too confidential. It was like an official interview. It no, can't be. You wouldn't joke about that in an interview. Uh, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I say keep him a cripple. Well, I mean, you don't think you can say that, but I just don't think he needed to change. I think it just it's just going over the top for the sake yeah. of it. Agreed. Just say it's Davros before he became Davros. Fine. Easy. Yeah, don't overcomplicate things. But... Anyway, what did you did you watch the children in need, JP? No, I didn't. I, I was really? to be honest, I was debating it because I was like, oh well, it's I'm I'm assuming it wasn't going to contain any spoilers or anything, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because Brad said that I wouldn't have understood. I think the villain is well, I know the villain is someone that I haven't met yet, so yeah. I probably would have been confused. Interesting. It still would have made sense, but yeah, it's just because you haven't met. I mean, he's in classic who as well, but. Um... 
you haven't got to the series where Davros is in New Who, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. I so, so. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. But to be honest, it's all stuff for me to catch up with anyway, you know, because I'm assuming that once I get to season four, is it you said, or something like that, then it yeah. starts, like, you know, kind of not mattering. Like, I, I'm assuming it's season four, the end of Tenant, and then that goes to Matt Smith. Yeah, there's some specials five. in between, but yeah, season five yeah. is Matt Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I think once once we finish the Tenant era, era I guess you call it, era, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think I'll start watching stuff in the future because I'm assuming that with David Tennant coming back is going to be referencing the stuff that David Tennant done rather than what Matt Smith uh, exactly, did before. Yeah, yeah. You know, so well, once I clear the Tennant era, I think I'll start watching watching that. But Very good. Anything yeah. to add for the news? Uh, the only other bit, which I think I've seen today, I'm presuming it's official because it looked like a Disney Plus official, um, but it looks like confirmation that the Christmas special will actually be on Christmas Day this year which I'm absolutely buzzing about because New Year's Day was just stupid. Um, So we're getting, and we've got Doctor Who back on Saturday nights. We've got the Christmas specials back on on a Christmas day. Doctor Who's back, you know? And we've got David Tennant and Russell T Davis back, yeah. Doctor Who is fucking back. It is. Do we reckon I'm going to be able to watch it? No. You'll definitely be able to watch a new series, yeah. Won't be able to. No, will. It's basically, uh, it's sort of being seen as like a, not a reboot, but like a, a soft reboot, I think they're calling it. Yeah, reboot, season yeah. one of New New Who or whatever it is we're calling it now. Yeah. Which oh, is okay. stupid okay. as well. I think that's a stupid decision, man. I don't think it really matters, though. It still continues. I said this, right? So I had a little debate with someone on uh, Instagram the other day. They were like, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to Doctor Who. Why are you starting it again from season one? It doesn't fucking matter. How often do you describe a series of Doctor Who by saying, uh, that's like season six. I, I don't fucking know what season six is. Tell me it's the Matt Smith and Amy Pond season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like effectively every new Doctor could be a new soft reboot because... Yeah, exactly. It I starts think, over again. I think more people will say, no, that was the David Tennant and Martha series than, oh, that series three. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I don't think it fucking matters. I can literally tell you series one to five probably. Anything after that, I can tell you what series is what no exactly what series is peter capaldi and clara i don't know i'd guess like series eight uh yeah exactly that's what i think it's nine and i think it's nine yeah i think it's nine is the first is nine? again i don't i don't fucking know yeah but anyway that's just another little rant hopefully that's a that's two that's two bad marks on russell t davis's uh book before he's even started to be fair feeling anxious or oh i still know he'll pull it out of the bag I've seen, did you also, this isn't really, they didn't really say much about it, but I don't, did you see their interview they did? I think it was last night on uh, the one show. Oh, no, no, what happened? Uh, they were both on the one show and they just, it was only like five minutes, but they just had a quick discussion about it. And they were like, um, they talked about each of the episodes. They said like the first one is like classic Doctor Who, like really good, like old days Doctor Who. Then episode two, they said is like insane. Like it's so different. Like it's, it's really good and then the third one they said is just like ridiculous like it's the best thing they've ever done and it's like <laughs> so brilliant like they're absolutely buzzing for it so i'd have loved it if they'd have good. gone i'd have loved it if they'd have gone yeah number one is going to be really good classic who number two is going to be crazy you've never seen anything like it number three we sort of ran out of ideas actually it's going to be a bit shit <laughs> no but i think like, at the end of the day that is going to be the finale where the 14th doctor regenerates to the 15th so or 
supposedly. If supposedly, yeah, on. we don't fucking know what's going to happen to be fair, but uh, that's that so exactly. good. Like, I just think you don't know what's coming. Yeah, and like, we've only got that. three weeks like, left to find out. So exciting times. Yeah, and then only a few more weeks until the Christmas special. Well, it'll pretty much run into it, right? So, well, if we start this week. 2nd of December, 9th of December. And then, yeah, we're basically two weeks later and then we've got the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah, mad. Buzzing. Anyway, does that conclude Who News? That does indeed. Hey, guys, thanks for your contribution to that section, JP. It's always appreciated. Oh, well, yeah, sorry, <laughs> JP. It was very new who... I felt like I couldn't stop talking there. You know, sorry. I'm sorry to <laughs> all the listeners, you know. Um, all right, then, JP, let's get your... Uh, Let's get your minutes in. Um, you want to kick us off with this episode? Oh, it was fucking good, wasn't it? I thought it was all right. Really? Only all right? Yeah, I mean, good. Don't get me wrong. But maybe I've just seen it so many times I've become numb to it. I was just, a, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, oh, I thought it was, I thought there was more. I, I remember there being more Daleks and Cybermen fighting. I remember, I don't know. Let's Let's go through. Let's stick to our usual... Routine and JP, you far away. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, it, it begins with I kind of clocked it straight away because they they kind of do the thing where they're like, oh, and that like, is Rose talking like doing a voiceover, and she's like, oh, this is how I died. And I, I said to Brad, I was like, obviously she's not dying; she's metaphorically going to die. Like you know, the part of her dies with the doctor, and um, yeah, that that's how it was. I, I clocked that straight away, but I do like that. It's kind of like a keeps you on edge. There's I don't know at the time if she, well, obviously she hasn't because she's in a different thing, but I don't know at the time whether she confirmed that she wasn't returning or she was returning or, or what. I, I, I don't know. She was, no? Uh, yeah, so she confirmed that this was her series. This was going to be her last series and she's out, which leads oh, me okay, to the question, yeah. should they have put that little intro at the start of the series? What, right at the start of the series? Yeah, do you think so? This is my issue with Fear Her is that Fear Her ends and she's like, Oh, there's there's a storm coming, you're never ever gonna split us up. And the doc's like, never say never ever. Like, okay, but that's the episode before the finale. There's no foreshadowing through this series that it's gonna be her last. Do you not think they should have built the tension throughout? I don't think there isn't any other series though. Why would you but why not like think back to Satan Pit and Impossible Planet? She's stranded on this on this base. The doctor's gone missing. You don't know what's going to happen. If you'd have had that intro for this episode at the beginning of the series, we've never lost a companion before. We could lose her in the middle of the series. We don't know what's going to happen. Do you not think that would have been a little bit more interesting? Uh, honest answer, I don't know. I think it feels a bit rushed and a, a bit slapped on to the ending. Do you know what I mean? And and and, and, it... and if you're not going to shadow it throughout the series. Why put the in? Why put that here? It doesn't really add to the story. Do you know what I mean? Well, it kind of does because you don't know. It, it, it's never confirmed whether it's how. I mean, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Where you have like the dead character narrating the story, and then you find out that the character's dead at the end. There's, I'm sure there's a specific writing term for that, but yeah, I don't know. It kind of, for me, I was like, oh, well, obviously she survived and I don't know how, but she's, you know, she survived and, you know, metaphorically she's dead because a part of her died with the doctor or something like that. But I guess if you didn't read it into it, into it that way, you know, the, the, the finale bit where, you know, kind of where they're trying to close the, the portal, she could have died. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We will definitely talk about that. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think the episode would be better without it. If you ask me, I think stick this mm-hmm. scene at the beginning of the series, build the tension throughout, then straight in with the army of ghosts. And my first note is, why is Jackie acting so weird? If there are ghosts back and her, you know, Rose's dead granddad's walking into the kitchen, don't just say, I've got a surprise for you. You'd be like, your dead granddad's coming back, right? Don't you think you'd lead into it a bit? <laughs> trying to try to build the tension, you know, just the, what it is, she's trying to just see Rose just shit herself when a ghost comes in the house. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, think, which is an acceptable response. Jackie be more aware. Jackie's been around the doctor. She knows what his life like. A ghost talks into your living room, surely you just know it's not real. Why is she so I know she says like, Oh, everyone is convinced it's like their old family and stuff. She can smell the cigarettes and stuff, but you know that ghosts are real. You would know. No, exactly. And also, yeah. I had a question throughout most of that first episode is how long have these ghosts been around? Because they're now in EastEnders, one of them's married mm. a ghost, like everybody's just <laughs> okay with it. And then they say, Oh, it was two months ago. Like, the would be shitting itself if ghosts only appeared two months ago like how is everybody so okay with this it's ridiculous i don't know it's that kind of level of um because they become familiar because you you think you're like oh it's a ghost of a relative you kind of suddenly relax about it whereas if you was to say so you know kind of went on a ghost hunt a couple of weeks ago and like if you say oh this could be the ghost like the ghost of a known murderer was known to haunt this these hallways and everything like that you're like fucking hell could be anywhere like he could he could have me for like dinner or something but if you're like oh yeah by the way um a ghost of a relative that you know might come through you're more receptive to it but who's telling them it's a uh who's telling them it's a relative oh they're telling themselves they're, no, no, no. They're telling it themselves because that—that's—that's that's the thing. Yeah. It's um, I, I never believed in like you know, kind of like uh, psychics, and when they do like a big event, and they do like they, they'll pack out like a, a local theatre and they'll do there'll be like hundred people in there, and then yeah, they go, yeah. oh right, I'm getting, I'm getting it. That is just a pure game of numbers. If yeah, you've got enough people in a room, someone has uh, you know, kind of you, you can say very vague things to get it done. It's I do like. You know, I'm not saying it's not like not all true because, like, you know, you do get some psychics that are literally just one on one, and they just they'll tell you some like absolutely mind blowing shit. But like, when it, it's just a thing of numbers, and it, because you're reaching all the time, because you're you're obviously going there because you're looking to reconnect with someone from you know that's died, you're reaching. So like, even if like um, I don't know, someone says, "Oh, I've got someone that's driving a red car." You may actually think where it was an orange car. You may go, oh, yeah, that was a red car. Yeah, I remember that. Because your brain automatically tries to associate with something that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's why I I kind of liked it, but I kind of didn't. I mean, again, I think that if that actually happened in this, like, you know, in real life, that would happen. People would be jumping to conclusions going, oh, yeah, it's my long lost great grandma. Not actually thinking straight. I don't know. I think I disagree with that. Every time there's a major, you know, kind of football tournament, the Euros or the World Cup, we're all singing it's coming home, right? We all know it's not going to come home, but we all sing it's coming home because we choose to believe. Yeah, but we're not welcoming ghosts into our house, for fuck's sake. Oh, I don't know, the ghosts of 1966. (laughs) (laughs) That's the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. (laughs) It's not, it's not, because everybody, if everybody is going, oh, these are ghosts of my relatives, you'll go, Oh, yeah, it's probably a ghost of this relative. I don't know, but if a ghost walked into the house right now, I don't think I think that's a ghost of my relative. 
I think I'd be shitting myself. <laughs> I, thought, I don't know. It could be a ghost. To be honest, mate, as every chance could be a ghost of my relatives. So you'll be all right. So, yeah. So, anyway, so I, I don't know. I believe that if, if it was to happen, everybody would be on board with it and, and that, that would be it. Um, and we're basing that on the World though. Cup. Yeah, on the World Cup. I disagree. Holy all the but... Euros. No, I think. I think. Um, very specific, though, that it's always at 12 minutes past. Yeah, and yeah, only for three minutes. Shift. Yeah, but why? Mm. Anyway, speaking of the ghost yeah. shift, right, this leads me on to my most important point, and I think this is going to be a topic for debate amongst this episode. The um, Halloween weather special. And how? <laughs> well, no, but brilliant. <laughs> how does that even work, though? Like, it's always the same shifts. Go. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I did kind of like it. It reminded me um a little bit like when they were showing the ghosts integrating with like the human life and everything like that. It really reminded me of the end of Shaun of the Dead. Spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen yes, the film yeah. that's like twenty years old. But um, you know the bit where they're doing like the game show and then they've got the Jeremy Carl show with the zombies and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, it's kind of like with the EastEnders, and I was just like, that is brilliant. And just honestly, the thing that she says about the spirit, I just I was cracking. Oh, best like, line of all Doctor Who, I fucking think. Brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I what love was it. that one? Uh, what line? Uh, which uh, I, I don't watch EastEnders, so I don't know who the character was. Was the, the, the bird behind the bar? Peggy. Oh, the Peggy bit. Get out of my pub, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the yeah, only no, spirits I, I, we serve yeah. vodka yeah. and gin or whatever it was. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Fucking love it. Brilliant. <laughs> um, no, I but, know. Right, I just have to get this out of the way up top. Yvonne Hartman. Fucking unreal. Knew you'd say that. Which one was that? Hold on. The booby Torchwood leader. The Torchwood woman. Oh, yeah. No, I called that. I knew you'd say that. Because it's true. <laughs> Come on. She's unreal. No, she gives me vibes of someone. I can't think who. Someone not good. JP, deciding vote? Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, uh, probably a little bit older for my liking, but yeah. I think it may have I been my first annoying as well. exposure to cleavage as a little kid, I think. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so we're all in favour that Yvonne is fit. Yeah, no, okay, I'd say I'm just quickly Googling to see how old she actually is. Oh, I think oh, she is wow. She must have yeah, been about 50. 40 odd. She's got fat now as well. She was in. Um, so much, in... that doesn't matter. <laughs> I think she was in Afterlife, and I'm a bit like, oh, that's. Dinders, wouldn't she? Mate, she was, was in she? Friday Night Dinner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Friday Night Dinner. Yeah, she was the. Um, I can't. We we said this and I can't remember who it was. It's it's like the um oh god, what's her name? It's not Jackie. It's Jackie's friend. What name is now? Jackie's friend. That's gonna bug me. Probably a big character. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, so the guys doing the ghost shift. Recognise anyone, Brad? Yeah, of course I do. Can't can't spoil it, can we? But yeah, we can. We can, yeah. What are we gonna actually just confirm who it is for JP? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything, does it? No, I guess not. I, mean, I think I did mention it to you when, when we was watching it, JP, but one of the people in Torchwood is the, the official companion for the next series. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. The only other woman in Torchwood. Not a big part either. Yeah, not a big part in this series. So a small part, I think her name in this is like AD or something like that. Um, apparently, Russell was so impressed with her acting in this episode that he was like, I have to give you more. I have I have to give you more. Um, but they were like, no, she's already filmed. We've already paid her. So he was like, right, fuck it. I'm going to make her the next companion. And apparently mm. in universe, they are cousins, I believe, is the explanation for it. Yeah, I think so. 
Cousins or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there you go, future companion. No, that's quite cool. That is quite cool. I love that. Um, yeah, no, ca- carrying on with that. Um, so after after the EastEnders cameo, of course, uh, cameo, we also, of course, have the two uh, office romance lovers, I guess you can call them, working at Torchwood. Which is the most 2000s <laughs> man I've ever seen in my life, right? <laughs> no, you know, tips. Right, there's one point where she takes the first one off to be killed, and then she's sat at the computer, she's messaging the other one, and genuinely, I sat there thinking, is that the same guy? Like, I could not distinguish these two <laughs> mid-2000s <laughs> men apart from each other. Uh, I can't get what you mean. Haircut, isn't it? Yeah. Just weird suits and pink shirts on a suit is a very mid noughties thing. I didn't even realise until I was watching this, but just strange. You used to wear a pink shirt. <laughs> yeah, but it's that bold pink underneath a black suit, I think, is quite dated now. Yeah, black, yeah, yeah, black, black suits are dated, yeah. That's that's very busted era, isn't it? Very busted, yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah, that's yeah. all very strange. I don't like the Cyberman silent killing mode either. That upsets me. Upsets you? It does upset me, these big clanky <laughs> things, and they've got a silent mode. Well, yeah. I mean, even my Hoover's got a silent mode, mate. Yeah, but it's not silent, is yeah. it? Uh, it's not silent, but, you know, neither's a silencer. It, it, it helps, but it doesn't silence it completely. Don't know how I feel about all that. Yeah, um, that was quite cool, though, that they, you know, kind of go for a, a little makeout session in the closet instead of getting coffee and end up a Cybermen lunch. Quite yeah. good, that. If you see sheets being hung in a construction site and a red glowing light coming from behind it, just avoid it, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, it's a Cyberman. Best case scenario, someone's probably welding, which, again, you don't really want to fuck with the welder. No, exactly. leave it alone. <laughs> you know, just leave it alone. Just think, oh yeah, no. they're rebels, though, aren't they? They're having fun. Well, they make fun elsewhere. And to be honest, <laughs> if they think there's someone else there, I mean, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Oh, we're gonna make out right next to this person. <laughs> I just want to say as well that is the ugliest messaging service I've ever seen in my life. A separate window for an inbox and a separate BPM, one for an outbox. No, it's worse. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, again, it's very early. Well, it's it's mid noughties by this point, but yeah, no, I, it's not not the greatest, but worst thing yeah. I've ever seen. I don't know. It wasn't too bad. Um, and then the doctor turns into a Ghostbuster. Okay, so I have a question here. Do they have to pay Ghostbusters for that? They must do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. some kind of royalty. Yeah, yeah, some kind of royalty. Yeah. So. How much do you reckon that costs? I don't know. I'm assuming, like, the more you use it, the more expensive it gets. Whereas if you just mention it in, I don't know, like a passing fleet or something, then it's probably a tenner and a packet of walkers or something. But I, I don't know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing it was a cheap, though. It can't have been, right? That must have inflated. They didn't use any music or anything, though, so... Oh, yeah, that's fair. Thing. Yeah, but it's a mention, though, isn't it? And I don't know if, if Ghostbusters mm. is copyrighted. I wouldn't think Doctor Who would have the budget. That's what like I'm that, talking too. about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just, if uh, anybody Google knows, knows, please write in. Gonna Google it quickly. Oh, that's what I'm just doing now. Huh. All right. Well, let's try and keep the flow going. Um, we get our first mention of Alon Z, Bradley. Ah, uh, yes, my favourite Doctor Who saying of all time. Classically, uh, part of David Tennant's Doctor. Yeah, it becomes his catchphrase. Uh, that's the word, catchphrase. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? And you know how. I mean, uh, I don't want to, it's not really spoil anything, but it's 
it's his catchphrase throughout all of his series, and then it comes to a, a very good end at the end, doesn't it? Well, which is foreshadowed in this exact one, right? It is, yeah, he does say. He said he, uh, he asked the guy at the woman that tortured Shazley one called Alonzo. Yeah, so it comes full circle. Yeah. Okay, Remember, so sorry, just going, going back to the copyright thing. Right, you're there. Yeah. I can't find anything about the name, but in there was an episode of um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is not a series I've seen, but I know it's a pretty popular one. Yeah. They used the Ghostbusters theme song. Yeah. And but apparently that, that cost between $70,000 and $80,000. Yeah, that's the theme tune. No, I don't think you have to pay it just to mention it. I don't think you have to pay it to mention it, but if they were to use the theme tune, you know, I mean, that's a fucking hefty bill, isn't it? That is a hefty yeah. bill for what is presumably a two-second joke. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, no, I did like the Doctor's um, kind of straight away saw there was ghosts, thought something's a little bit fucky, and then decided to investigate, which I like. I, that is, I, I think, what I like about the Doctor. He, he doesn't, he doesn't accept anything. He wants to make his own. He, he wants to make his own conclusions. You know what I mean? Which I really do like. He just doesn't... If someone tells him this is it, he's like, I'm going to work that out for myself if that is it, you know? Yeah, which, yeah, um, yeah, which is fair enough. Which which I do like. And um, I agree with the Doctor. I, I do think the ghosts is a pretty horrific thing. What do you mean? Well, like, I mean, even, even if they were, like, you know, I mean, we find out later that the, the ghosts are actually the Cybermen. But, like, if it was the ghosts of your, like, relatives and anything, I think that's a pretty messed up thing to be doing. Because it's not like, real. Ghosts, ghosts aren't real. Yeah, well, well, I don't know, mate. I saw. I'm pretty sure we caught one on the on a ghost hunting tour, but um, yeah. So anyway, so the um, if they like, let's just say for example, they were real, and they they you know, if they were the ghosts of the relatives of people living around the world, I think that's a pretty messed up thing to be doing. Um. From who? Like Torchwood? Do you think it's a pretty messed up thing for Torchwood to be doing? Yeah, because Tor- Torchwood genuinely think that they're releasing the ghosts of people through it. I don't know if Torchwood do think that. I don't actually know what the reason for Torchwood doing it is. I don't know how they benefit from it. They're just investigating, I think, is the point that he comes to. Because he's like the whole, yeah. oh, and, it, and you, what do you do? You see a big hole and you poke it, you classic humans. I think it's just like investigative. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. he triangulates. I, I mean... Go on. Gone. I was gonna say I was gonna move on to that. He triangulates it and then again makes a conclusion, works out what's going on, and then find yeah, finds Torchwood. Yeah, and as we're reminded in Love and Monsters, because it's a good and important episode, the doctor is a known mm-hmm. entity in this universe. Mm-hmm. He is, he is. And he gets um, uh, a round of applause. And I love that bit where he it starts off hating it, and then by the end of it, he's absolutely loving the applause. Oh. I don't know. I felt that was sarcastic. No, he's loving it. He's got an ego. Oh, he's I don't a narcissist. Know. It, it it kind of to me that kind of felt like you know when you finish a flight and you, the the plane lands and then you hear that one person clapping <laughs> and you just think you were dropped on a head yeah on your head as a kid, wouldn't you? <laughs> so something traumatic happened. I mean, who like you just got all these armed guys there and they're just like yeah we're just gonna clap. It is a little bit strange, but what do you think of Jackie becoming the temporary companion? Oh, swap, swap. I love it. Brilliant. She's brilliant. 
<laughs> I want more Jackie as the companion. You know, she she's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. On the same, I will say though, is the Doctor slags off her tea, but Jackie's tea saved the Doctor. Oh, mate, I love that you remember true, that. True. Yeah, I, and I was just like, oh, that's a bit of a dick move by the Doctor. Jackie's tea actually saved the Doctor in the Christmas special. <laughs> which, oh, mate, uh, I, I'm very glad you're paying attention and and and, and keeping notes and stuff. Yeah. And like talking of paying attention as well, I was recently watching um, Gen V as well, which is a series on um, Amazon Prime. And there's a joke where they're going around and the, the main like leader, she, she doesn't know the name of like the, the grunts, like the security guards and everything. She keeps getting them wrong. But I really like how Vaughn knew all of the names of everyone. Didn't matter if they were top scientists or just like a low-level security guy. Oh, it's very new age wank though, isn't it? Like I bet Torchwood has like a, a well-being day. It's a load of nonsense. No, I don't know. I think she I, I think it shows that she is very the role that she takes. She, you know, kind of she she's very proud of that role and she wants to do everything she can to extend being in that role. And like saying as minor as like knowing people's names, that goes a long way. Like you know, I've been like I've been in positions before where like you've got people above you that don't know your name, and they're just like, well, they just at the time I got called boy, and that was it. Like, and it was just <laughs> like that's a bit weak. But then like, suddenly you you get that kind of little boy. So, yeah, no, that's it. And then like you get someone that actually knows your name, and you're like, there's no reason for you to know me, your not my name. But I like that. I respect that. And then you see, I thought I thought this was more a comment on like your Microsofts and your Amazon and or whatever was the equivalent back in the day because it's like they preach all this goodness and they preach all this you know we're good for our employees all this nonsense and yet they're you know they're fucking punching a hole in the rift trying to create ghosts or you know they're a billionaire that smokes weed all the time and yeah he talks about wellness but actually he's profiting off not paying his fucking employees a decent wage you know like i don't know man i thought that was more a you know that's a, a, a what do they say a lamb dressed in sheep's clothing do you mean a wolf a wolf dressed as... No, a lamb. A lamb. No, mutton dressed as lamb. Sorry, mutton dressed as lamb, what? to say. Mutton yeah, you're... Say. yeah you sure it's not a wolf in sheep's clothing? I'm sure it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> mutton dressed as lamb. Mutton dressed as lamb is what I'm trying to say. Is where you're, 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 you're presenting yourself to be prettier than you are when you're just a bit trash, really. Yeah, a wolf in sheep's clothing is, uh, in sheep's clothing is an idiom, whatever that means, from Jesus' sermon on the mount. As narrated in the Gospel of Matthew. There you go. God said it, or Jesus said it. But I think we should take that Just one. for reference Oops. as well, mutton dressed as lamb is a middle-aged or old woman dressed in a style suitable for a younger woman. So <laughs> no, I don't think that's you, what I say there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so, <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so wolf, wolf and sheep's clothing. Um, I will say, though, apologies to any of Yvonne's <laughs> listing. But Avon's a bit of an evil name, though, isn't it? What do you mean? Very old name. It's a very old name, but I've only met two Avons in my life, and they, they were both kind of pretty mean people. <laughs> I don't think I know any Avons. As if you're just out in your Avons. Oh yeah, I just, I don't know. It just seems like every time there's an Avon on TV or something, like I don't know, Avons are pretty. Wait, so are you I saying think... Yvonne's you've met in real life or Yvonne's you've seen on the telly? Both. <laughs> you said you've met two Yvonne's. I don't know any Yvonne. Yeah, I've met two Yvonne's in real life, but then every time, I'm just trying to think of an Yvonne, but it just, I don't know, it just always seems like a bit of a 
e- like evil name. As I said, apologies to any of Von's listening. I'm sure you're lovely people, but and the two that yeah. you've met before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a bit of a you know thing. I like that Canary Walkers now talks with though. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's uh, we sort of spoke about that in our tortured episode. Um, cool setting, I guess. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. I mean, what else is Canary Wharf used for now? Wonder why oh. it then goes to Wales. Oh, that's the riff. Don't oh, tell him. Yeah, He's got to watch it. I have he seen. Yeah, I just can't. I've not watched it in so long. Well, um, I do like because you know, kind of the there's always the thing, isn't it? Like whether it be Jurassic Park or Jaws or uh, I'm just trying to think Avatar or something like that. There's always something that could be avoided had scientists not meddled with what they were meddling with. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Well, like, you, you think of... Um, uh, like, what was the examples I just gave? Jurassic Park. They shouldn't have remade the dinosaurs. And then the dinosaurs got loose, ate everyone, took over the island. Avatar. No, they wanted to, to... You've never seen Jurassic what? Park? No. <laughs> Fuck off. I saw one of the new ones. One of the new ones with Chris Pratt. Are you taking the piss? Have you never seen any of the Jurassic Parks? No. Mate. Wow. That's unbelievable. (laughs) I've also never seen Avatar, so... (laughs) Avatar, shit. Yeah, I'm not the first (laughs) one. I've not seen the second one, but... I'm not even joking. We should... Brad, you should watch Jurassic Park and we We... should do an episode on it. Really? We will do Jurassic Park, man. I would fucking oh, love anyway. it. I'm, genuinely, I'm reading the book Jurassic Park as we speak. Not as we speak, but I'm currently reading the book. You know there's a film out about it. You can just re- watch that. No, well, we've just binged them all because they're all on Now TV, except for the fifth one. I don't know why. They're just missing the what fifth one. What was the one. fifth one? The, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that's the one with Chris Pratt in it. Yeah, and yeah. it's just not on there for some reason. Um, so, yeah, I've got to get the book. Reading the book. We should do an episode on it. I'd be well up for that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd be on it. I, I, I genuinely, I'm astounded that Brad hasn't seen Jurassic Park. Wow. I would say, yeah. genuinely, not even taking the piss, it is one of the best films of all time. Oh, does it still sure. hold up? Because it's quite old, isn't it? It fucking more than holds up, man. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a watch. Anyway, the, the point is scientists, they, they mess around making the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs take over. It, you know, had they not messed around with the dinosaurs, no, would have been Come on. <laughs> anyway, same thing with this, right? Had they not fucked around with the portal, it wouldn't have split open, caused all this bollocks and everything like that, which I like because the doctor then calls their bluff. Yeah, that's a good he sits there, I like that. He, yeah. he sits there and he goes, oh, that's all right, I'll just sit here and watch, which yeah. I really yeah. like because he knows he holds all the cards. He knows that he knows that they know who he is. But, um, yeah, and, and of course, if you're someone like Yvonne, that you're in charge, you've got all this knowledge about Torchwood and the Doctor and everything like that. If the Doctor sits there cockily and goes, I'll sit here and watch it, go on, you, you do what you want, you know you should probably back off. Yeah, exactly. Which I really like. I thought that was I thought that was really good. Um Yeah, and uh I, I you know, I like that. Um then we get Rose. Yeah, of course Rose then sneaks out of the TARDIS. And she gets the old psychic papers, doesn't she? And she does, yeah. Um, but everybody's got work. a mild level psychic paper training, yeah. or whatever they say. 
And how does that work? I mean, do you just sit there and just do like minus like on a computer until you can levitate your stapler? Well, presumably it's like a Jedi (laughs) mind trick where it doesn't work on the weak minded, right? Well, like a Trodarian, you know. I'm a Trodarian. Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. No, such a fucking game. I don't watch Star Wars. You're such a fucking (laughs) cake. Unbelievable. Um, I love Star Wars, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so JP, were you surprised by the return of me? I was actually, yes. Um, did well, you clock him I, in the background? Didn't clock him in the background. No. I did think that he may have... I, I, I was... When there was a Cyberman that was shown, I was like, well, instantly I clocked back to the whole reason that Mickey stayed in the parallel universe was to hunt down the Cybermen. So I thought, well, maybe he's leaked over and they're going to do like a bit like of a time, like, you know, kind of a universe swap over thing. And so it was quite nice to, to see Mickey, but at the same time, I was like, that makes sense that he's there. If the Simon's yeah. there, then so can Mickey. But um, yeah, no, it was a nice, it was a nice surprise. I thought it was pretty cool. And um, the other guy that's down there, who is he? I recognise his face, but I don't know from where, and I didn't Google it. Yeah, I think I know as well. I what the other? Him. What the scientist or the? Um... Yeah, the scientist, the guy that's obsessed with the sphere, Raj or whatever his name is. I'll have a quick Google. Yeah, God, you have a Google. We'll keep, we'll keep talking. Um, um, yeah, no, quite cool with the, with the sphere. I will say, uh, Brad can back me up on this. I clocked it was Dalek straight away. That's because yeah, they I'm gave just... it away in the next time trailer. No, I'm pretty sure it didn't. There was no they Dalek did. in the next one. They, no, no they, they show someone being shot by a Dalek beam and doing the skeleton thing. So it must have been in your subconscious. Oh, maybe then. Maybe. I was quite annoyed, to be fair. When, I, uh, I clocked that straight away because it was like they, they was they were sitting there and then the doctor was like, oh, well, this is this travels like kind of in between universes and everything like that. And I was like, well, it's obviously got to be a villain that we've come across before. And I was like, well, it can't be the devil because the devil kind of I don't think they would have gone for that. So I was like, it's got to be the Daleks because the Daleks hid all of their ships in the season one finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good pick so up like, there, JP. It, it, it's got to be them because they're the only ones that have got the technology to do that. And of course, it wouldn't have been the Cybermen because why would a Cyberman be hiding in a sphere but then have one out and about? So yeah, so I, I really, I really like that. Um, I did like though the um, it was proper group. You know where they get with the earbuds? Of course, they got the Cybermen earbuds. And oh yeah, pulls yes. it out, and then just like half the brain comes with it. I was like, oh, that's a bit squidgy. He's, a, he's quite grim, isn't it? Yeah. Do yeah, we see that like, in Age of Cyberman, or is that the first time we see the brain? No, that's the first time we see them like kind of pulling it out. Like Age of Cyberman didn't yeah. show anything like that, which, uh, which I thought was cool. Um, and then of course it's revealed that the ghosts are actually Cybermen. Good reveal. I yeah, I I really like that. I thought that was cool. But then I couldn't understand why a ghost would be upstairs. <laughs> well. <laughs> they run upstairs and there's just a sideman there and I'm like, why was the ghost upstairs? It's just well, the ghost of your, your happy hands uncle, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just oh, to go back it. to uh just to go back to the guy in the thing, uh, yeah. I'm gonna guess where you recognise him from, Josh, is actually Waterloo Road. Oh, who is Ooh. he in Waterloo Road? He's apparently only in one episode, but he's um I think he's someone's dad or something. He's in Coronation Street, Hollyoaks, Holby City, Casualty, he's in loads of stuff. Oh, he does the rounds on British TV, does he? Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, that leads us on to Daleks versus Cybermen. Yeah. 
um, which I put the first note I had of the, the second part was a bit fucking dramatic, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. like, kind of... Like, yeah, I'm not saying that the ending of, of part one wasn't dramatic or anything, but they kind of really, like, amped it up. It was... It almost made me think of um, part two of... Um, oh, what's the one called? The the hell one. Satan's Pit. Satan's Pit. Satan's yeah. Pit. That's it, yeah. So, so the start of Satan's Pit. Where at the end of the the Impossible Planet, it was like kind of oh yeah, well we might shoot them, we might not, I don't know. And then at the start of Satan's Pit, it's like oh my god, bullets are flying everywhere, we're running, <laughs> we're doing this, and it was like what do we miss in between? You know, people <laughs> just woke up. But yeah, no, I did, I did kind of think that it just kind of was just you know straight straight up and at it. Um, but I like the Daleks, um, and it was really interesting as well because it showed that the Daleks can be bargained with. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk about that then because we see, um, well, yeah, like so. Rose is character development in this, like mm-hmm. she. So the Christmas episode, she does a big speech to the Sycorax. Do you remember? And she shitted it. Yep. Yep. And then all of a sudden, now she's back to you know she's fending off the fucking Daleks. Like it's my argument that she got reset at the start of this series. She should have been this confident the entire way through. Her. Yeah, I no, I could see that. I could see that, but I did like it though. That it's kind of it has shown her character arc and the fact that you know, as you say, with the cigarette, she just kind of she fumbled around a bit and and that was it. But this, she genuinely bargained with merciless killing machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which no. I really like. I mean, that that takes a special kind of thing to do, you know, especially with the Daleks, where they're not supposed to have any emotions or anything like that. You know, it's I, I really like that. Um, I was almost surprised that the Cybermen could actually be blown up. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know. I just always thought thought that they were kind of invincible, and then suddenly they just pitched Dalek against Cybermen. Which, by the way, how hilarious was that? Oh, the little sassy oh, first meeting. The little sassy Dalek. That is something <laughs> I didn't know I needed. Was a little sassy Dalek kind of about this isn't a war. This is just pest control. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I was like, Daleks have got humor. I like that. Um, yeah, it, it just kind of just upped it a little bit. And that, I think that's what I really liked about this two-part, that they just kept going up and up and up. It was just like, okay, you've got this strange, you know, kind of mystery ghosts. Then you've got this mystery about who's Torchwood, what's going to happen about the rift, what's going to happen, who's in the sphere. Then you've got a teaser about assignments. So you're like, oh, how does assignment fit? And then you've got Mickey, then the sphere opens. And it's just... It keeps going up and up and up and up until it gets to that final scene with Rose being saved by Pete. Yeah, which we'll, just, we'll get to. We will get to. We'll get to. Which I, but I, I, I just <laughs> across the two part, it was, it was just, it was top quality. Um, but yeah, I, and then something I, I kind of, I said to Brad while we was watching. Of course, they then get led away by the Cybermen to, to be, what do they call it? Reprogrammed or upgraded? Upgraded. That's it. Um, they go away to get to get upgraded. I said to Brad, surely you'd take a chance and just try and run. No, because yeah, well, as, as we can well, yeah, see, they I mean, can get knocked die. over pretty easily in the, yeah, in the, but like, the at, at the end of the day, though, like I'd rather die a free man than, you know, my brain taken out. And Jackie just yeah. darts out of there anyway. She's just like, oh, no, yeah, she gone. just runs it. <laughs> yeah, it's Jackie, and it? she's skillful. See you later, yeah. Yvonne. I'm out of there. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was it. The the duty thing was quite cute. I like that. But you know, I did my duty. Of, yeah, did my duty. That was quite yeah, cute. I like that. It was all right. 
didn't really get though because she shouldn't have had any emotion and shouldn't have remembered. So and she shouldn't have started crying. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really yeah. explained, is it? Oh yeah, I was going to get to that bit with the crying side, man. A bit, a bit weird, but fair enough. Really possible, um, but yeah. What, why was it oil? Why would there be an oil duct up there? That's what I mean. It's just stupid. But anyway, um, fucking Harriet Jones gets a little mention in there. I've got so much to say about this. It's ridiculous. Well, Harriet, Harriet Jones, the returned, you know, kind of <laughs> episode six, you know, return of Harriet Jones. Well, save that for a later series. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> Pete says we're in a golden age and Harriet Jones has taken over, which leads me, I've, I've mentioned this theory before, the doctor fucks up this universe because Christopher Eccleston says, Harriet Jones, she takes over, she does four terms, and then you enter the golden age, and then there's space travel, blah, 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 blah. And then none of that ends up happening. And then we obviously cut to Pete's world, and they are in the golden age, and Harriet Jones is prime minister. So the doctor fucks up this universe. It's a, it's yeah, a, real, does... it's a real theory. Yeah, no, yeah, that I, does help that. I could see that. It's kind of like, um, I think the best kind of equivalent that I could think of was... Um, the Watcher in Marvel. Yeah, okay. He he can't intervene. He, he's not allowed to. He could intervene, but he's not allowed to because he's got to leave things to just play out the way that they're supposed to. And had the Doctor not intervened at anything, it would have played out like that. Yeah, but then if the Doctor hadn't intervened, the world would have been destroyed many times over. He has to intervene. Yeah, but you rebuild. Not if the whole world gets wiped out. If this is a parallel universe where Harriet Jones is prime minister, so then technically you would assume aliens of London and World War Three happened the same because it had to happen the same for her to become prime minister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other, Therefore, other there must have led to her being prime minister, though. Yeah, of course she did. No, other th- other things could have led to it. Like it doesn't have to be the same thing. It's a parallel world. Other things can still happen, but the same outcome still happens. Okay, I guess so. I would, but it's. I think. I think it's supposed to be similar enough that it probably did happen the same way. But this parallel yeah, yeah. universe, right? So it doesn't like Pete says. Three years ago, the Cybermen disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that this universe is now three years ahead of our universe? Because it's supposed to be parallel. No, I just think there was three years in between. Because you got to remember that the Doctor and Rose can jump time. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's never referenced what the date or time of anything is. I think it is at one point. I think it's, it's firmly set in, because it's set in 2008, because it's a year ahead because of the year that the Doctor fucked up in Aliens of London and World War Three. Yeah, so I think it's canonically it's 2008, which means only, you know, six months or whatever has passed since that episode but three years of past that would have been 2005 no this series one episodes no yeah sorry yeah 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 so it's released in 2006 but it's set in 2007 yeah but there's nothing there's nothing stopping um when the doctor and rose went to the parallel universe there's nothing saying that that was three years behind what yeah there could be time the actual universe yeah they could have time jumped as well i guess so okay yeah that's fair enough i just thought it was weird why i say three years have passed like well, to show that they've obviously been, you know, kind of, it's been a, a very difficult problem to solve for the Cybermen. I guess so. And then my only other bit on this is Pete says, oh, we're suffering a global warming, or it's not just global warming, but the temperature has increased two degrees in the past six months. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's not global warming. That's summer, for fuck's sake. Like, you can't gauge anything off that. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I like the incursion kind of thing. You know, the the because of this, you know, kind of portal that had opened and the this rift that had come across, it's causing one of the planets to, like, kind of one of the worlds to actually destroy itself. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to tell, like, six months ago, it was two degrees hotter than it is now, for sure. It was probably 10 degrees hotter than it was now. Yeah, but they do it on average per month, don't they? I don't know. I think it was strange. I think that, it was that's, strange. That's, why we, that's why we always get, oh, it's like the hottest winter that we've ever had and all that stuff. They just they do it like on average. So yeah, that's necessarily based off it, the past, like, 10 years, I'd say. Yeah, but, like, two degrees is quite... A, it's normally, like, 0.1 or something like that. But two degrees is quite significant. Maybe. But anyway, JP, seeing as you were on your, you managed to catch the Daleks, did you work out what that Genesis arc was? No, no, I didn't realise it was a prison. I, I, I thought it was obviously something to do with the Doctor, uh, but I, I had no idea it was technically a prison ship, which... I tried to get cool, many hints. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I kept saying, it's Time Lord technology. I said, what's it going to be? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, was, I thought it was going to be him. some kind of like portal or something like that, but... <laughs> Um, just quickly going back a little bit there, um, because yeah. of course, we before we get to the actual arch and it being revealed that it is actually an imprisonment, you know, kind of thing for the Daleks. Um, it seems that the Cybermen fight briefly on the side of the humans. How sick is that? I don't know how they managed to do that though, because the Cybermen were like, Oh, yeah, we're just going to take over everything. Like, surely you'd be. I don't know. Why, why would the Cybermen fight with the humans? I don't it's know. The enemy, they probably know the, the Daleks are stronger. Friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah, out the Daleks first and then deal with the humans. Then you take That's out the humans. Yeah, exactly. It's I thought that made sense. And I thought that was awesome watching them walk in with those um, Cybermen guns. I thought that was sick. Yeah, no, that was yeah. cool. That was cool. Um, and then uh, I'll, we'll, we'll cover it briefly before we run out of time. Um, my boy Mickey lets me down. Oh, what? it's not his fault. I mean, fucking hell, how clumsy can you be? <laughs> but also, they would have blown up the universe trying to break into it, so he did the world a favour. Eh, I think he could have just minded his foot in a bit, really. And in fact, I don't think he tripped over anything. No, he just he he gets knocked by a Cyberman. He gets knocked by a Cyberman. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it was that was proper clumsy. It was like, oh no, he's fallen over. Oh, he's touched it. Brilliant. Okay. Um, the other thing is when you see Mickey and when they're standing upstairs and the Doctor's doing his thing. I think I might be jumping Mm. ahead a bit here, but my notes are a bit all out of the place. He, um, Mm. Mickey says to Jake. See, I told you he was good. Jake knows this. You've spent an episode with each other. Yeah, that's, that was a bit brilliant. of a weird one. No, that was a bit of a weird one. But, um, but then Jake doesn't really see the Doctor do much, does he? Because he's with Mickey the whole time. He's not been I there. No, he. I don't know. He sort of works out everything. He comes up with a plan. Fine, but strange. But um, So, yeah, so I sort of jumped over that. But then we get reunited with the crew from Pete's World. Um, yeah, and I just have a note that it, sh- it shouldn't be called Pete's World, it should be called Peter Planet. Pete's Planet, did you say? No, Peter's no, Planet, like Pizza Planet, Planet. Pizza Planet from Toy Story. Uh, I prefer Pete's World, I quite like Pete's World. I just kept doing that the entire time I was watching it. I was like, oh, my Pete, 
Um, I want to talk about these weird dimension hopping things. When do they just teleport you? When do they teleport everybody wearing one? That's a good question, to be fair. I don't know. Maybe this is now the button. Yeah, it's a little switch. A little switch that says, take everybody with you or just take yourself. Everyone or just me. (laughs) Like a Bluetooth connection, right? You know, kind of like connect. Like you have to hold the button in to connect. Oh, okay. And then it goes like find in, find another Bluetooth. I don't device. like these little that things that we're finding in Doctor Who that's pulling it apart now. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, ruining my childhood. Now we have to talk about something that we've been talking about all season, and it it, it actually becomes quite oh. important to this: the glasses. Yeah, but they're completely different. The yeah. only time glasses are even relevant, and they're not even the same ones. Yeah. I mean, it's very weird that he just pulls out these 3D glasses that just detect, you know, kind of void energy and everything. Like, again, that's a very, very specific thing to have. Yeah, and you again, know, I think this should have been foreshadowed further in the season, no? Yeah, I agree with this one, to be fair. Mm, like just pulling them out in the last episode. I remember there was a newspaper. I think it must have been like Radio Times or something before... The internet was big, theorizing on what these glasses could be. Because I think they were like seen in the next time trailer, and everybody obviously got it completely wrong. But it's also like, you know, they're from the void. Why are you wearing these glasses? Yeah, I mean, it kind of does. It only proves who's not been through there, I guess. That's the only use of it. Well, no, because it gives. No, but it gives it gives a little thing, doesn't it? Because it 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 says like it, it builds up the tension for the finale when they open the portal to suck everything back in. Because they're like, oh, everything that's been through the void will be sucked into this pool. I think it's also just a good, easy way of explaining something because that's the issue I had with some future series Doctor Who. There's a lot of random stuff that goes on that never gets explained. I think this just explains it really well and really easily. Mm. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it, it's a convenience. It's a convenient plot point, isn't it? I guess mm. so. But anyway, yeah, no actual spectacles in this episode which is upsetting no 3d glasses um, come back next series yeah. where we debate it further yeah maybe those glasses <laughs> are just foreshadowing the 3d ones maybe but he carries on wearing them next series don't he? oh does he i don't know <laughs> um we then of course come to the bit where the doctor like kind of forces rose to go through to the parallel universe which I think, uh, I don't know, it's a bit of a dick move, isn't it? He kind of takes her choice away from her. Uh, I mean, all right, the question is, what do you do? What do you boys do in this situation? Do you go with the family or do you go with your boyfriend of one year? They're not even even boyfriend and girlfriend, are they? But then it's not about that. It's about being with a time traveller. You can go anywhere in the world. So why couldn't she stay with the doctor and then always go back in time or something to see her parents? Whatever. Yeah. JP? Yeah, no, it's a fair point. I mean, you've probably got more chance of keeping everything together as normal as possible if you was to stay with the Doctor. Because even though they go to a, a, you know, the family goes to a parallel universe, let's be real, they've they've already been over there once anyway. And I know that the Doctor said that everything's being all stitched up and once it's there, it's done. But there's still a slim chance that they may make it over. I still think... Chances are there's another doctor in that parallel universe. Would it be a bad shout, to be honest? Yeah, would it be a bad shout? If there's a Torchwood in that other universe, there has like there just has to be. 
Take your chances. Go. It's you, you can't just ditch your family. I'm sorry. Even for a time traveler, you can't. But I also have another solution to this. Mm-hmm. Let them all stay in this universe. But make them go and wait it out in the TARDIS. That's actually not a bad choice. That's a good point. Why don't they just go I, to the TARDIS? I can't fly. Why is point, Rose? I hate this. Stop finding these little plot <laughs> Why is Rose hanging on for dear life, risk of death? Just Rose, go and wait in the TARDIS. I'll be down in 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you don't have the time, don't have the time to get to the TARDIS. It's too far away. Oh, don't give me that. The Daleks around as well can get shot by the Daleks. No, I mean, don't they're give flying me everywhere, mate. No, because the TARDIS there. is still in the building. Yeah, exactly. The TARDIS is in the building. The only Daleks yeah, like that were in the building. Down. Take yeah. the lift. There you go. Not working. Also, oh, when all this know. kicks off, when all this kicks off, they're on the ground floor anyway. It's only when they start bumping into Jackie, then they take the lift up. Stick That's them all in the TARDIS from the, the start. They're never on the ground floor. What are you on about? Yeah, when the doctor picks up. When the doctor picks up the mag clamp, that's the ground floor, or that's the same level that the TARDIS is on, anyway, for sure. It's the boat. Yeah, I think it's the same level. Yeah. And he picks up the magnetic clamp thing, so he knows his plan. By the way, he picks up two. He knew Rose was staying. Just tell her to wait it out in the TARDIS, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I can't find any flaw in your logic there, mate. I think that's really frustrates me. I'm annoyed now. <laughs> this whole thing could have just been prevented. Exactly. is pointless. (laughs) Thanks for ruining this episode. (laughs) I'll tell you what, that has to be, if we ever do a teaser clip for that, that has got to be there. Just Brad just saying, you've ruined this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's the soundbite for this episode. That's the soundbite, yeah. No, I can't find any flaw in your logic, mate. Absolutely human. Anyway, the Doctor doesn't. To be fair, I've had nearly 20 years to think that idea up. The doctor was a bit stressed out at the time, so I'm sure we can forgive him. I'm still sure that they would have been killed by Dalek if they went down to the TARDIS. But they were there already. What do you mean they were there already? They, they were, were on the same level. When he got the clamps, that was the same level, and then they went up to the top. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, what but do the you think? TARDIS has been through the void, so why didn't the TARDIS come, come in? Well, just another plot. The TARDIS should have got sacked in. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose Maybe with the, the TARDIS, top. you could probably argue it's you know it's this dimension hopping, time traveling thing. Maybe it's got a that resilience makes... to it. So are the Cybermen and the Daleks technically? Yeah, but they're they not like a ship designed universes. to be traveling. Do you know what I mean? It's just convenient, isn't it, that the TARDIS doesn't fly through? Well, it's convenient that he doesn't put anyone in the fucking TARDIS. It's a shit finale. Oh, it's the shittiest finale yet. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You, I mean, you've blown this thing wide open, mate. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> don't even want to talk about it anymore. Let's bring oh. it back round to the good stuff then. Jackie and Pete's reunion. Brilliant. That's the best bit. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. yeah it cute. pretty much makes the episode, to be fair. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it, was, it was nice. It was weird that it was in a corridor, but yeah, no, it was nice. It was cute. Also, no, I just love again, the bit where Jackie goes. Um, when Jackie says about, um, or when Pete says about how he's rich, and uh, Jackie's like, oh. don't care about that. How rich. How, rich. Yeah. how very. <laughs> um, just on that bit, though, Pete takes out two Cybermen with one shot. Pretty mad. How's that? That's yeah. never explained. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, Pete just got lucky. I guess beginner's luck. Beginner's luck, trick shot. 
360 yeah. no scope. <laughs> Two shots only. He just um, was in a fucking UAV, you know. All right, then. Let's talk about the ending. And again, I do have something that I'm going to pick a hole in it, but let's just talk mm-hmm. about it as a whole. Uh, what do you think of Rose slipping and, and, and falling into the void or not falling into the void? Uh, emotional, JP? Oh, no, I'll tell oh. you what. Let's hold there because that's not the emotional bit. How does Pete know she's falling? Well, I think we've got to go back slightly further than that because when something I said about Rose right from the beginning is she obviously has some kind of superhuman strength and it's on display there. And I love the little callback to the fact that she's being sucked into this void yet manages to push a lever away from it (laughs) while managing to keep herself like. Imagine trying oh, to pull on. Holes. So imagine trying to pull on something, but push it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we um, can put that down to our gymnastic days, no? Gymnastic days, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. fucking. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the core strength must be incredible because I don't <laughs> think it's possible to pull, like, to be pulling, like, being pulled on something while pushing it. I don't think. No, that's I possible. agree. I agree. Um, Doesn't I make any sense. Yeah, um, I, lo- I love the little callback there. Um, but yeah, no, Pete just like, you know, she slips and it's like, oh my God, the, the prophecy's come true. And then, as I said in my notes, oh my Pete. <laughs> did you think she was genuinely, oh did you think she was a goner, JP? Uh, at that point I did. I, I'm happy to say that I did because that actually provided a little bit of a, yeah, like a little bit of a kind of a fist pump, like, oh yeah, she's still alive kind of thing, which I like. I thought that was quite, that was quite nice. Was so good. presumably Pete just, was popping back to make sure everything was all right. And he just thought, oh, fuck me, Rose is flying towards me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, just go back me. and check on him. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. Just gets squatted by Rose on the way through. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even catch her. He just got taken out by her. That would be brilliant. Right place, right time. Just I'm goes right. for the knees, just takes him out of the knees. It's just like it just comes back, he's hobbling back, and like Jackie's like, Where's Rose? He's like, Don't fucking start. He wakes <laughs> up in the next universe and he's got a fucking concussion. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it in American football? He's been sacked. Uh, well, it's yeah, I mean it's more of a of, of a kind of a, a blindside hit, really, because you're not looking. But yeah, no, that was that was it, it was a convenient like he just turned up at the right place at the right time. Fuck knows how he knew it. No, but, exactly. It doesn't make any sense and it's never explained. No, no, it's not explained. It, all right. It's a good series, good finale. It's a good finale. It's a good finale. Uh the ending was yeah, it was sad, I guess. I, I don't I don't really find things sad on TV. When they're walking oh, along, no, bad. it's Come on. fucking heartbreaking. The fact that She's they didn't even get to say goodbye, it's yeah. Seeing the doctor just his face is just oh, it's brutal, man. Yeah, it is. And then, so and then he doesn't get to say, I love you, you know. Oh, well, oh, is that what he was gonna say? Is that what he was gonna say? Yeah, of course it was. There you go, called and spread. Of course, it was. Come on, so, yeah, he burns up a son to say goodbye. What do you think of the whole? Um, uh, to be fair, Rose has got it pretty cushy. She's now living with a millionaire. Um, yeah. The uh, right the thing that annoys me again, I'm picking another hole in this. Um, mm. They call a Land Rover a Jeep. That pisses me off. Yeah, that was a bit shit. But does that matter? It just pisses me off. They, it's an old they called Land Rover Jeeps. No, no that's no, a the Defender. Old style was just called La- yeah, they were just 
like the old styles were called. Um, were they called I'm series sure or they called they Land called... Rover Duty Jeep? No, there's no such thing. Jeep is the American brand that was designed in the army. Uh, it upsets me. But yeah, what do you think of the whole she had a dream and uh, she follows the voice or she follows the dream or it gets louder the closer they get? I don't know how that works. Look, do you remember when we used to play prop hunt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hear a little all the way to Norway. <laughs> yeah, you just hear a whistle. You're like, "Fuck!" I think that's a couple of thousand miles to the west. <laughs> and uh, someone shot the whistling. The whistling. Oh, I think it's nearby. You know that kind of thing. Just yeah. No. <laughs> you now it's behind us now. Somehow <laughs> he's moving. He's moving. Uh, um, but um, no, I, I did kind of like that. I mean, it did imply through the, the kind of the little, um, I don't know what you call it, uh, compilation, maybe, or like the, you know, kind of like the, it did imply that it wasn't a quick process. They didn't just divert straight there. It was, it yeah, took yeah, some, it took time, which, some time, which yeah. I, I like that they took the time to show that it took time rather than people like us going, well, how the fuck did they know it was there straight away? But um, yeah, no, I, I like So, How did the doctor then know that she turned up for him to appear? Well, maybe it comes back to the whole three-year thing from earlier. Maybe it, time moves differently in this universe. So, you know. But, yeah, you're right. Like, how long has he been? Even when he does do it, he only has a couple of minutes. How did he time that so perfectly? Oh, he didn't. It's because it took her about four and a half years to fucking find him. Like, come on, mate. I've been whistling every 30 seconds for the past two years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, he wasn't actually there. He only appeared when she was there. That's true. That is true. But that is true. All yeah. while Jackie and Dude, Pete were getting it turned on. Up. I thought you said something, Joe Pete. Oh, I just said all while uh, Pete and Jackie were getting it on. Do you reckon they just stopped off at like a yeah, I don't know, like mm. a little chef's toilet or something? Well, yeah, I presume <laughs> it happened before they set off in the Land Rover. <laughs> Mickey yeah, and Rose just in the back, just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah. I do think that's quite funny where he thinks that Rose is pregnant. I thought that to be honest though. Did not say that, Jealous as well. Yeah, she didn't. She... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so they meet on Bad Wolf Bay. Bad Wolf Bay. Yeah, no, I like the little throwback there. Bad Wolf, yeah. And it's also Dalek, Scrugan, and it's all just coming mm-hmm. together so perfectly. Um, yeah. It's quite sad, isn't it? It is quite emotional. Well... You know, the doctor's crying, Rose is crying, Mickey's like fucking, he knows he's in there. He's like, I've got rid of that cunt. Like, he <laughs> don't care, it's finally the end. <laughs> he's finally in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was sad and, you know, that they don't get to say a proper goodbye and everything like that. But then I think in that scenario, it's probably best not to say goodbye because it's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it is fully quite heartbreaking, to be fair. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's, it's um, very emotional. Yeah, very emotional. Very. Uh, uh, yeah, very that's sad. it. So Rose and her family are trapped in this parallel universe. The Doctor is now on his own, or is he? Who's that oh. in a wedding dress in the TARDIS? Fucking scared Whoa. the shit out of me, mate. Fucking hell! Honestly, I thought it was a ghost. I genuinely <laughs> thought it was a ghost. I, I was like, "Fuck me, the ghost is alive. It's a real ghost." And no, it was just Catherine Tate in a wedding dress, but. Yeah, I'm intrigued see, I, for the Christmas special. I'm intrigued to see what I think of Catherine Tate, to be honest, because I didn't. The only real exposure I've had to Catherine Tate was from The Office. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The American office. Because a yeah. lot of people watched her in Doctor Who and then watched her in The Office. But of course, I've that. done it the opposite way. I've done it the opposite way around. I've watched The Office first before I've seen Doctor Who. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it was up and down with her character in The Office. You know, at times I liked her and at times I didn't. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of, uh, yeah, what kind of a companion she is for, you know, for the Doctor. If we jump Doctor ahead, definitely the best thing she's done. If we jump ahead slightly, Brad, do you remember liking her in the next episode? Um, I wouldn't say I disliked her, but I don't think this is one of her stronger episodes. Yeah, I don't remember this Christmas special being that good. I think it's a step up from the last one, but I think it's a bit of a an average it's episode. Definitely better than the last one. It? Um, yeah, I don't but, think it really offers a lot. But I think that pretty much wraps up the episode. JP, have you got anything you want to add? No, I, I don't think I do, actually. I mean, I, I thought it was probably the best two episodes I've seen of Doctor Who so far. Wow, really? I, I, I loved it. As I said earlier in the episode, you know, it just it kept adding and adding and adding until it got right to that season, you know, kind of right to the pinnacle where Pete swoops in and saves, saves Rose. And that was well, just... It doesn't I, make I, any I, sense. It doesn't don't make say sense, it. but I liked it. Um, so compare it to the season one finale. Yeah, I mean, look, the season one finale, of course, was there to, I almost feel it was there for a bit of fan service. It was like, look, we are bringing back the Daleks, you know, because a lot a lot of people watching that would have watched the old Who as well. And of course, the Daleks, I think, were probably the most, I would say the Daleks are probably the most recognisable Doctor Who villain there is. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I feel like season one, they were like, right, the finale has to be Daleks. We have to bring the Daleks in. And not just one. We've got to show this big invading force and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, and, of course, at the time as well, they were dealing with Christopher Eccleston passing the, the Doctor torch on to David Tennant. So they had to incorporate that in. So I feel like that was more focused on fan service and moving on to the next Doctor, whereas this one was more focused on just action and Rose. And it, they almost felt like that. It, it, to me, it almost felt like they had a bigger budget. They had more to play with. It, they were a little bit like more looser with what they could do, which it, it, for me, you could tell. I can't believe you're saying season one has more fan service than the Daleks versus Cybermen. That's as fan service as you well, can Well, look, you know, I, I feel that, like, you know, season two, well, I'd say season two, this season would have been, you know, you'd have, I don't know if old Doctor Who fans would have kept watching. There would have been, like, of course, the majority, but I feel like you would have had some drop out and go, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not carrying on. But this felt like it was for the new Who fans. Okay, fair enough. And Brad, what do you think? Season one or season two finale? Season two, 100%. If you, even if you, I don't think you can... Uh, take into account all these stupid little holes that you found in it, but <laughs> as an overall episode, it's unreal. Like Jake, Jack says, like it's dramatic, it's emotional, it's great from start to end. I think it has more to it than series one finale is good, but for the end, I think it feel like the end of Rose was more emotional than the end of Christopher Eccleston. Probably wow. because we had two. We had one. Interesting. That's mad. Yeah. I still don't. I like I like I like Christopher Eccleston's Doctor, but 
I don't feel as emotional about him leaving because probably because I know who came next. Yeah, but that's fair enough. I'm not like going, oh, I really wanted another Chris Rackleson series. I genuinely think the season one finale hits harder for me, probably just nostalgia wise. I think it's just, I don't know. I think I have a lot more fun with the season one finale than this, but I do get this is, it feels like a totally different show almost, to be fair, even yeah. though you've got the oh, same yeah, characters, sure. same villains. Yeah. It definitely feels like season one is a continuation of classic Who, and this is now new Who, for sure. I'd partly agree with that. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of... I'm in, I'm in a fortunate position where I'm, I'm in the position you guys were, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. 16 years ago, so like kind of... I don't know what's next. Whereas you guys have, of course, had the benefit. You know what happens in season three, season four, and onwards. I, I don't mm. know what's happened next. And I, and I think that's why I'm very worried about, you know, kind of what I'm going to call the end game peak, where to me, I feel like it's peaked. I'm like, that, that was incredible. I, I haven't seen two episodes of Doctor Who that I thought were better yet. Not yet, really. Yeah, I like kind of so far. I've seen two seasons worth. I I thought that the Impossible Planet and Satan Pit were really good. They were two of the best. Yeah, better than um, this or worse than this? Worse doesn't is, have is the emotion. Strong, so worse is a strong word because they they were still really good. But I do think the season two finale was better than wow. the Impossible Planet and Satan Pit. Yeah, bold statement. I don't agree with that. I think uh, I think they're good episodes. These are good episodes, but I do think Satan Pit pips it to the post, to be fair. Um, really? It, it, but why? I think it's a more engaging story. I think it's more compelling. I think it's more... Um, I don't know. I was just... This just didn't hit me in the feels. I think the last sort of 15 minutes is quite good, but I think when you really watch it, there's too many little holes. I think it's... Um, because you're watching I think it as you're older now. You I wouldn't have thought that when you were a kid. Yeah, no, that's fair. But I didn't think it when I was re-watching Satan Pit and Impossible Planet. I also think this feels a little bit slapped on. I think it feels like there's a few episodes missing between this and Fear Her. I also think I'm tainted by Fear Her. I think it put me in a bad mood for this. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely the weakest. I don't know. I, I like it still. I think it's very good, but um, I don't think it's his strongest. I think this season as a whole is pretty weak overall, you know? Really? I, really I think do, it's yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to say it's weak. I'm not going to say it's weak, but only because I know what's coming. I would probably say it is the weaker, weaker of David Tennant's series. Yeah, I think there's but more it's not, bad it's not weak. than... I don't call it weak. It's still a very good series. See, I would. I think there's more bad than good in it. But when it is good, it's fucking good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, See, we've got yeah. the Christmas special to go. Um, and then we'll do like a series two rundown review and we'll break it down a little bit more in depth. Um, oh, God, not another quiz. There yeah, will be another quiz. quiz. There will be another quiz. Don't you even worry about it, boys. Um, but for now, anything to add, boys? Oh, what Nothing the fuck? Sorry, that was fucking creepy. A spider just landed on my foot. That was fucking terrifying. Oh, grim. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know where I kicked it. 
Oh, there's a spider loose. Well, on that note, we'll let JP <laughs> go and kill his spider. Um, oh, love it or hate it, boys? Uh, love it. That's an obvious thing. Love it all day long. Clearly obvious. Yeah, love Even it. After the stupid all little holes. around, I think. I'm sorry that if we've ruined this for anybody, um, yeah, especially yeah. you, Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Join us next week. Um, well, no, if all goes to plan, next time we see you, it will be just me and Brad giving you a rundown of the Star Beast yeah. or whatever the latest episode is. And then we will see you on Friday for um, what's it called? Yep. The Christmas invasion? Christmas invasion? No, no, we've had that one. The Runaway Bride. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for um, continuing to listen. Thanks for liking us, for following us, for rating us, reviewing us. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, that's all from me. I'm back. Sorry. There we go. I got it. I got it. <laughs> 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 this is the gun. I was not listening to anything that was said then. I was focused on survival. We were just saying um, bye. <laughs> I was saying bye. All right, guys. No, I apologize for the unprofessional thing, thing there, you know. Um, yeah, no, guys, really thank you. I'm sure echoing what Josh has said and everything, but thank you so much for the, for the engagement. And um yeah, no, we'll see we'll see you for uh, is there a, a Christmas special on shooting season two? Well, you really you what do you mean? We've mentioned it at least three times in this episode. I was busy fighting a fucking spider. Leave me alone. It landed on my foot. It was fucking scary. But yeah, um, so yeah, so we will see you then. Sorry, I'm really distracted now. That was terrifying. Um I <laughs> really didn't fucking enjoy that. Oh, it was on my toes. That was horrible. Um yeah, so anyway, so on that unprofessional ending, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we will catch you for the Christmas special in season two. Yes. Good. Yes, got it. Good. In that case, <laughs> we'll see you for the uh, Christmas special in season two. Adios, amigos. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> I simply shan't allow it. I'm going to edit out this entire terrible goodbye that we're doing. <laughs> And on that note, adios amigos. <laughs>